that we should figure out a gambling game involving pogs and sell it to casinos for massive royalty fees. What's that game in, in Macau where they do the buttons? And they I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. it over the buttons. Just use pogs. Howdy, it's Monday, January 22nd, 2018, and this is episode 65 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I'm ready to go back in time to 2017 and talk about our favorite things uh, in Atlantic City for the year 2017, and also our listeners' favorite things for the year 2017, uh, even though we're three weeks into 2018 now. (laughs) That's right. This is the official bookend of 2017, so you may all have thought it was 2018, but it, it isn't until this episode comes out. Right. So, you know, take your calendars off your walls. Stop putting 2017 on your checks, other things that you have to hand to date, which I know is, is many documents. <laughs> many documents. All your homework. Yeah. Yes. All your high school homework. Yes. Just kidding. You shouldn't be listening to this if you're in high school. Yeah. The explicit tag is there for a reason. I'll take any listeners. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Uh, I said last episode, literally last episode, that if you're a child listening to this, that you should turn it off. So <laughs> I felt bad about that. I felt like I offended our child listeners. Yeah. And I want you back. I want you back. Yeah. Eric's son, right? Yeah. That's what we've heard. Exactly. He loves the show. He loves it. It makes him pass immediately out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, at least we serve some purpose, some utility to the world. Right. I mean, that's as, as uh, not quantifiable, but, you know, tangible, tangible a result, as you can expect. Right. So anyway, as long as there is, you know, some positive thing brought to your life by this podcast, we're, we're happy to provide it for you. Yeah. So I think we can just kind of dive into the best of 2017 list, unless you have any qualms with that. No, so I think we're just going to go down the, the list of questions that we asked and, and give the listener favorite, and then we'll talk amongst ourselves about our favorites. Why, why we're right and the listeners are wrong. Yes. Unless we disagree, and then we'll talk about why I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> Harshly critiquing the listeners, I think, is a good way to get more yes. listeners on the podcast. I mean, it's if you're going through life... And you think you're right, but you're actually wrong. We're doing a service for you. So, <laughs> oh boy, wow, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> Direct your uh, emails to Kyle Askin. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, How's the uh, backlog of emails going, Craig? Have you sent emails back to everyone? Not everyone. Oh. I I foolishly answered the newest ones first. Oh, what is wrong with you? I know. What an idiot. I so so yeah, the no. two that have been in the in the email first in first out, Greg. Yeah. No, I don't I don't do that. I'm all about LIFO, last in first out. <laughs> that's that's not how the I way do, to do emails. That's how I do accounting and emails. <laughs> For tax purposes. Mm. That's usually not a good idea either, but sure. Um uh, well, get to, get to get to answering those emails, please, so eh. we don't lose the six <laughs> listeners we have left. Okay, fine. If this chat hasn't done that already. Uh, okay, fine. All right. So 
the first category we're going to talk about is casino hotels. So we'll we'll break each uh, part of the casino hotels down in Atlantic City, and then we'll get to the, kind of the best, worst, and most improved overall. So let's start with the best hotel rooms in a casino hotel. Uh, our listeners overwhelmingly chose Borgata as the winner. Uh, it looks like 73% of, of you all said that the Borgata had the nicest hotel rooms in the city. Do you have any qualms with that, Craig? No. I mean, when it gets, whatever, six times as many votes as the next uh, next best, I think that's a pretty clear winner. I, we said Borgata also in our best of 2016. I don't think anything's really changed to make me change that answer. Yeah. So I, you've, a- you've actually stayed there now. I have had by, <laughs> yeah. by during this episode yeah. last year. Yeah. I was like, I've seen pictures and I know it's the best. I think <laughs> I actually may have said that in the last episode in the last best of 2016 uh-huh. episode. But uh, yeah. And I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is that the base rooms are still incredibly nice. Yeah. And that's something that not a lot of the casinos can, can say, you know, most casinos, even Tropicana where everything's renovated, there's still a tower that you kind of want to avoid. So, uh, yeah, Borgata, I think, definitely has the nicest rooms and, and does a really great job with their rooms. Do you have a different answer? You, I I do not. I mean, I think it's it's pretty clearly Borgata. Like you said, I think the big differentiator isn't necessarily in, in that their nicest room is nicer than another casino's nicest room, though it probably is. We wouldn't know since we don't stay in that level of room. But <laughs> but certainly if you look at the base level room in Borgata compared to any other casino in the city it's it's not even close yeah. i mean it's just a, a full head above you know its closest competitor and I, I don't think there's another casino that's even in the same ballpark as them right now i think maybe in the best of 2018 it's possible with with ocean and with hard rock that might not be the case it might not be quite as drastic but re- as of right now i think that they're the clear choice yeah i mean i obviously never stay i'm not obviously but i never stayed in revel but Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there was a bad room in Revel, and I think that a lot of people who stayed in Revel would certainly argue that that was uh, the nicest room available or the nicest base room available. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ocean if they do, in fact, open in 2018, what the rooms look like. But for 2017, pretty clear choice. All right. So the next category is Best Casino Service. Our listeners, there was actually a tie for first place. Uh, both Borgata and Caesars had a little bit over 31% of the vote. Uh, so before I, I give you my thoughts, Craig, so what does best casino service entail? Is that like drink service and friendliness of the crew? And like, so what, what exactly is that encompass? Yeah, it's just everything, you know. Casino, what everything you're getting while you're on the casino floor, drink service, mm-hmm. dealers, uh, pit bosses, everything. You know how good is the service that you're getting from the the staff at the on the casino floor. So last year uh, we gave it to Borgata. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, it's an interesting thing that it's a tie. I think we both said last year like Caesars was just below Borgata and it was really really close. So. So, so what do you think? You can you can answer first. I'm actually going to give it to Caesars this year. Uh, mostly, okay. mostly probably because I spent more time in Caesars, but also I actually did have a not so great Borgata service experience. Um, just sort of like indifferent craps dealers. Uh, one time at Borgata, <laughs> which I've and I've heard other people 
Um, I think on you can bet on that. Complain about the craft stores, and I always sort of waved it off, like, ah, no, you didn't have bad service at Borgata. The service at Borgata is impeccable. And then I did sort of have a, like, I don't know, like it just wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I personally think it's Caesar's. I do think Borg is very, very close, but I, I think Caesar's service. Like every time I left Caesar's this year, I thought, like, man, the service there is so good. Just really fast drink service, whether you're at a table or whether you're at a machine. Uh, the dealers I had, um, I think I p- played mostly in the Asian room at Caesars. We've talked about how good this, the, the service in the Asian room is at Caesars. And so I, I think Caesars is great for me. I So I will preface this and probably a lot of the other comments that we're going to be making over the Casino Hotel property with. I did not play a ton at Borgata this year. Uh, like you, I played a lot more at Caesars. But I still think the best overall casino service is Borgata. Um, I didn't have whatever negative experience you had at a craps table at Borgata. I mean, for me, the thing that really sets Borg apart from Caesars is just the friendliness of, of not only the dealers, but also of the pit bosses. Um, I'm always blown away when I'm just chatting with the dealer of whatever table I happen to be at, whether it's tiles or whether it's spike poker or blackjack or craps, uh, I mean, I think that the professionalism is, is second to none, and uh, it's the most pleasant place to play in Atlantic City, I think, because of the service that you get on the floor. Uh, in terms of specifically drink service, I, I do think Caesars is is the best there, but I don't think it's enough to quite overcome everything else. But like I said, I haven't played a lot at Borgata there. I've heard reports that it's gone downhill. I just need to play more there to, to be able to go along with that, I think. So... I, f- I sort of wonder uh, if my high expectations for a Borgata made my one negative experience like really stick in my mind and that, you know, maybe I've had similar experiences at Caesars and I just have a more easy time forgetting about them. But I, I think that's possible. I mean, I think the thing is, like, there's probably plenty of times that you go to a table and the dealer is, let's say, indifferent, right? Like, yeah. just not very talkative, like whatever, right? It's just one of those days. And I, I think at, at most properties that just won't stand out because it just happens sometimes. Everyone's human and, and, you know, no one can be positive and make pleasant conversation all the time. Uh, but I, I think at a place like Borgata that, that probably does stand out a bit more than at any of the other properties in the city. Yeah. And I think it also stands out more at crafts, which is very social. There's right. a lot of interaction with the dealers. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'm sticking with Caesars because I, I think it was just so incredibly close last year. And I think the incredibly fast drink service for me is such a nice perk that I do like that a lot. Not that that's the sole reason I'm picking it, but uh, Caesars just as a whole for me, I really like it. So uh, for the service. So I'll stick special, with my choice. Special shout out to the non-existent drink service at Tropicana. <laughs> Hands down the worst drink service right. in all of Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, Hera's actually got a lot of votes in our listener vote, which uh, I thought was interesting because I'm not – I think Hera's oh. is the worst of the Caesars properties, but I also had a uniquely bad experience. Yes. Your, your famous Pygo experience. Yeah, where they came and told me I owed them money from a bet from yeah. 20 minutes ago. But anyways, should we move on to best table <laughs> games? Sure. Go ahead. So the listeners gave best table games – once again, to Borgata, uh, a little over, th- or almost 38% of the vote. Um, p- 
pretty significantly outpacing Caesars in second place and, and Harris, which was a close third. Do you have any uh, qualms with Caesars as a choice? I mean, uh, for Borgata, sorry, as a choice for table games? No. Yeah, so I thought about it, and I was like, hmm, you know, Resorts has really good table games with the hit hit on Soft 17. I do like Caesars, just giant craps pit, but at the end of the day, I think Borgata has the best table games. Like, well, I, I think it depends on what exactly best table games means, too. Certainly, like, all of the other properties, for the most part, have better, like, you can get better odds on craps on other properties than, than the Borata. Like a lot of Atlantic city is 10 times and Borata is three, four, five now, I believe. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I don't play more than three, four, five anyway. So that doesn't mm-hmm. affect me. Uh, so, but, but uh, I, I mean, I'm thinking of it as kind of like the best table games experience. Sort yes, of, not necessarily yeah, like the most player friendly rules. Yeah. I mean, we didn't go do a survey of all the casinos of like who has the best odds mm-hmm. and best house edge on every game that I think that's sort of a different question. I think it's more, where do we like to play our table games? Right. And yeah. Think... Cer- certainly if that was, was the thing, I mean, resorts having stand on soft 17 is a pretty big differentiator, I think between right. them and, and the other properties that I can think of. Uh, so yeah. So Borgata agreement all around. Yeah. I, for me, it's Borgata is the, the best place to play table games i mean I, I think the big differentiator for me with borgata the thing that makes it that much more pleasant is just i think we talked about this at length last year but the fact that in the asian rooms at least the last time i was there which was six months ago they still had the yellow chips and it's just so nice to play the the commission games with yellow chips yeah i agree everything so yeah. much better yes it not does. to have to deal with quarters yeah and i know i harped on that in 2016 we also picked borgata in 2016 <laughs> But uh, yeah, just as, all, as an all-around experience, I think it's great. So what about slots? Listeners said Borgata also for slots, uh, 34% for slots. Harrah's actually, which was your choice in 2016, mm-hmm. came in second. I said Tropicana in 2016. What do you think for this year? <laughs> so, uh, you know, You're not you know that player. I'm not a big slot player. Yeah. So there's not much that differentiates one property from another thing. I will say, and I think I talked about this last year, a thing that I, I enjoy about playing slots at CET properties are the the screens where you can order your drink. I mean, I think that is like the differentiator yeah. for me when it comes to where to play. So I would probably have to choose a CET property. If you want to make it kind of more general, though, about like best place like if i knew i had to put a thousand dollars through some slot or video poker machine i mean borgata i think still has lots and lots of nine to six machines and stuff like that and probably the best odds but just if i'm going to be somewhere playing quarter video poker you know i'd rather it be at a cet property where with the with the nice drink screens and and the rewards program that i value more so do you so I, I would say some caesar's property whether it be caesar's or or harris it, it's some kind of ambivalent between the two yeah, so I don't love the slot selection at Caesars. I mean, it's big, but it's most of the sort of newer slots are upstairs. It can be hard to get a machine that you like because there aren't. It seems like there aren't that many. Like there are a couple really popular machines that are harder to get. Borgata to me seems to rotate through much faster. They have, you know, they got the Simpsons slot very early. They got Plants vs Zombies 3D very early. They seem like they're always getting new stuff. So. 
and Trop also seems like it has a lot of turnover. Uh, if you're including Royal Derby in the slot group, mm-hmm. uh, and your favorite, nothing but net. Yeah, and and nothing but net. Uh, you know, Shack Jack. <laughs> well, Shack Jack's not a slot. It's like a half slot. Uh, so I like sort of the like Trop going out of the box and having some weird stuff. Uh, and I really, I really had a tough time choosing between the two of them, but I don't know. I think I have to go to Borg just because it's just all around like more machine, more sort of good new machines. Everything's really new. Uh, service is significantly better. So if you're just a slot player and you're going to sit someplace, you're way better off being at Borgata and getting the service there than being at TROP and getting service there. Although the service in the slot areas at TROP, I think, is better than the tables. Uh, but uh, if if one of the few slots that I'm going out of my way to play at TROP is, is nothing but net, and there are like three slots better than that at Borg that I'd rather play, probably makes my decision for me for Borgata. So, you know, Plants vs. Zombies, very cool game, Simpsons, all that stuff. They've got a ton mm-hmm. of Buffalo Gold machines. It's a good machine. <laughs> So, so you, you're going to go with Borg? Uh, I'll, I'll say I, I, I'll go with Harris again because I, I think I would probably rather play slots at Harris than at, at Caesars, but I'm not a big slot player. So, yeah, I mean, I really, I feel like I came in thinking like I'm not just going to give it to Borg for everything, and then here I am. So, <laughs> you didn't give it to them for uh, casino service. It's true. Yeah, incorrectly. <laughs> I might add. Yes, perhaps. Perhaps. Yes. All right. So, speaking of Buffalo Gold. Uh, the next category is most fun slot machines. Our readers, there was actually a tie uh, between Buffalo and Willy Wonka, both of which received five votes, good for 14%. Uh, so 20 different machines received votes. Uh, and you said two non-slots were mentioned as well. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing about about having open-ended questions, right, is you get people saying, like, blackjack, basically, as <laughs> a screw you to slots. But... Uh, I don't know if that was actually one of the answers, but there were definitely like non-slot machines in, in the mm-hmm. grouping. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you could argue that there are multi, multi-game multi machines that have blackjack on them, and there are machines where there's a fake dealer for blackjack, like a video dealer. You could argue that's a slot game. Yeah. Uh, kind of. So no, this not really. Yeah. So Buffalo and Willy Wonka, this sort of like all-encompassing, right? Because there are multiple Buffalo machines, there are multi, multiple Willy Wonka machines. Uh, but I don't think you can differentiate between like pure imagination and like three real pure imagination and all the other stuff for Willy Wonka. Uh, Buffalo gold, I think is sort of the newer giant Buffalo machine. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like that. Mr. Cashman was also a multi-vote getter, but, uh, I don't know. You're not a big slot player. Do you even have a, an option for this? So what did you go with? Did you? Are oh, you I waiting for my I, okay. I wrestled so with this a lot, but yeah, go ahead. I can. So for me, I, I don't really love the new million line, whatever slot machines. So for me, what I, what I wrote down here on the notes is my most fun slot machine is just a good old fashioned three reel slot machine. With like one line or are you like, uh, you like know, I could do like, I could do like up to nine maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but three is good. Five is good. Yeah, like all the like blazing sevens and mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, I don't like those at all. <laughs> That's not a good time for You me. love putting in $2 and spinning it, and it says you win, but you won like two cents? Yeah, so I want to bet 40 cents. That's kind of my max. 
and I want to win like ten cents of that back. That's what I like to do. Every put spin, in, put in forty, win ten. Uh, so I sort of went back and forth. Like Plants vs Zombies 3D was very cool. I really wanted to vote for something like Seal the Deal or Damn Lumberjack Beavers, but two favorites. I know. I don't. So I don't think. I don't Dam- think they. I don't think either of them exist in Atlantic City anymore, right? Seal the Deal is still at Borg. The last time I was there. <laughs> Damn Lumberjack Beavers, as far as I can tell, has been erased from the his, from the whatever the annals of, of Atlantic City casinos. I don't think it's there in, anywhere anymore. There used to be a couple of them in Wild Wild West. Those are gone. Uh, I feel like this is a vote just based on the fact that I won seven hundred dollars on this machine. But I still I went back when I was there with my wife uh, just what, a month ago or so, and I really enjoyed still just sitting in a Buffalo Gold machine even though I lost whatever I put in. Um, it's a fun machine. So I'm going to say Buffalo Gold specifically is a very fun machine and go with that. Uh, there's something weird about that game when you get multiple Buffaloes and it yells Buffalo at you. That It's like it's exciting. I like it. It's stupid. I know that it's stupid to like it, is, but I like is, it. Is it as exciting as when Seal the Deal, the seals just started barking at you? <laughs> like, ar, ar, ar. No, nothing's that exciting. My favorite thing about those really old games is at the top of the screen when it's like, I'd like to see you do that again. <laughs> like that stupid <laughs> stuff when you've won like a dollar. <laughs> Great. Uh, old machines yeah. are amazing. Those And the best part is about those machines, like true penny slot. You can be like, I want to play one line for one penny. So when you play another machine, when you play Buffalo Gold for 20 minutes and your $40 is down to eight cents... I always seek out those old true penny slots where I can be like, okay, five lines for a penny, no, three lines for, oh, and I'm out. <laughs> it's great. You got to make sure you put your card in too. You got yeah, to put the player card in. You have to put your card in, especially if that's the only gambling you're doing that day. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you really, you need to let them know that you're alive. Yeah. Otherwise, they cut your offers off. That's right. Yes, that is, mm-hmm. just in case that's not clear. That's, that's the do for a win comp yeah. generated. Okay. Yeah. That's terrible logic. Actually, something that I've done in the past, and our first interview with Eric Rosenthal, I found out that I was foolish. Uh, All so, right. There's so the next, lots. <laughs> the next category, uh, best value for low rollers. Our readers uh, selected resorts as the winner with 37.5% of the vote. Uh Surprisingly to me, Bally's came in second. I don't know. Maybe it's not surprising to you with 27% of the votes. But but what do you think, Greg? I mean, Bally's is is the low roller CET property. So if you figure there are a ton of CET players out there, I don't think it's too surprising. Uh, resorts winning was no surprise to me at all. That was who we gave it to in 2016. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you have a change of heart or are you still going resorts? I- so for me, I think when you take everything as the whole package, I, I think it still is resorts. I think they have the most reasonable table limits. Uh, they have a reasonably generous players club. Um, it's a pleasant place to play, so you don't really have to worry about like it being cheap but crappy. I think it's cheap and fairly nice. So yeah, for me, it's still going to be resorts. So I there are a couple things that, might have changed my vote, uh, mainly in that I stopped going to TROP and giving them just like 18 cents of play on my card, and it did not take much play at all to start getting 
Sunday through Thursday comps again. Uh, so, and you know, I'm not, I did not get many tier credits at TROP at all. Like, I didn't give them much play to get that. I mean, it's off, off season, but, uh, you know, I, I think if you're a low roller at TROP and mostly a machine player, there's a lot for you there. I think if you're a low roller and a table game player, it can be incredibly frustrating because the tables are too packed. Uh, but, and you won't get beer. Yeah, you'll never get a beer if you're a table game player. So Bally's, I was, I'm, I'm still am not high on. Although I did have a very good time the last couple times I went hanging out at Bally's. I think more because of the company than because Bally's is actually nice. But I do have much fonder feelings toward Bally's than I ever have, probably. Uh, but to me, it's it's still resorts, and if anything, resorts is sort of stranglehold on that has gotten stronger because they are updating all those ocean tower rooms. You know, I stayed in one of the rendezvous tower rooms. It was great. And if they get through all the renovation of all the ocean tower rooms, to me, it's like, right. You know, to have really good rooms everywhere, you you know, no matter what room they offer you is good. That would be amazing for, for a low roller place. Right. I've stayed in one of the, I don't know what they're called now, the junior suites or whatever, which are the rooms with two bathrooms, coral suite. Yeah. But I mean, it was incredibly nice. The furniture was very nice in it. Um, so if they, I mean, clearly the normal room would just be half the size of that room. But just if they upgrade all the furniture to that, I, I think Resorts has the ability to have all rooms that are reasonably nice. Yep. Um, so I, I will say for me, it, it's it's closer than you might think for me because I, I think the most generous players club, which isn't really a category on here i mean we could talk about that next uh by a long shot is is tropicana i mean the amount of weekend comps just seven day a week comps i get at trop is bigger than you know any other property in the city and it's not especially close i don't think um i think just if i i mean the real thing holding me back from saying that's going to be the best value for low rollers is when I'm in the casino, I don't know if I ever really enjoy myself there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind I don't of a drawback. Really like the casino, but I mean, I think if you're just looking to get a free room, I think Tropicana is probably even even a better place to go than resorts if that's the only thing you care about. Yeah, so I love Tropicana, but sort of in spite of the casino, which I know for gamblers that's not going to make any sense, but. I mean, Tropicana really does have a great array of other things to do there. Their dining options are are excellent. The, you know, both in terms of of reasonably nice dining and casual dining. So, which is something you care a lot about. The funny thing about resorts is that it's the exact opposite, right? Like all the sort of resort amenities is much more restricted in terms of dining options, both casual and mm-hmm. upscale. You know, they do have. I love the cafeteria man at resorts, or the you know the little food <laughs> oh, court. Oh yeah, or the whatever. food court. Yeah, I mean it's it's very that's very Ruby's like, Diner and Dunkin' Donuts utilitarian. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's right up your alley. That is Just that like, is right up my alley. Get your dinner and get the hell out of there. And get back to the tables. But I, I love the casino floor. I love gambling there. I feel like even. The the bar, the casino bar is like, I've never actually sat there, but just hanging out around there. It's like, that's kind of a cool little bar that they've got there. It's like, it, it's sort of small, but then the casino feels, it's a good size. It's nice. I mean, part of it's that it reminds me a lot of Showboat, which I loved. Right. Showboat was the ultimate in wide open casinos. Right. Uh, and I always have a really good time at resorts. So I don't know. It's interesting that they're like so so on the opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of what makes me like them, and yet I like them both. 
but yeah, I mean, for low rollers, I think resorts is just the place to be in terms of, you know, really great rules at the tables. They treat you pretty well as far as giving you comp rooms. Lowest uh, table limits. Yeah, very low table limits. And yeah, it's a good place to go if you're a low roller. And then you pop off and you get some Dunkin' Donuts or some Ruby's Diner or, you know, whatever, Soup Man, and go back to the tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we, we agree with the listeners. Resorts all around. Yeah, resorts all around. Players, right. players club sort of related. We hinted on that. Uh, Great. I don't think there's going to be any surprise here. Yeah. Almost 78% of the vote <laughs> went to total rewards. So that's Bally, Caesars, and Harris, if you're not familiar with the vernacular. Uh, far, far, far beating out the second place, which was M Life, uh, which only got less than 9% of the vote. So, so 78% to 9%, nothing else was even close to total rewards. Uh, very, very lopsided. Do you have any qualms about it? Well, I think we should note that this is for 2017. So I know there's been a lot of backlash about changes that Total Rewards is making for 2018, especially for seven stars and for the higher level diamond players. But, you know, we're solely talking about 2017 here. And so, and the poll ended before that was announced. <laughs> so obviously people weren't having that negative reaction. But uh, what do you think? I, I agree with the listeners. I mean, I think it's pretty clearly total rewards when you consider, like, A, the generosity of the comps. I mean, I think it's, we didn't talk about it last time, but it, it's not that hard to get a pretty decent comp at a TR property. And the fact that they are so nationwide is really a, a big deal. And it's, it's a big reason that uh, when I moved back into the, the East Coast uh, from the West Coast, I started going almost exclusively to TR properties for a while in Atlantic city. So no qualms with me. Yeah. So I think the knock on total rewards that I've seen pop up a lot uh, lately, especially in the everything AC casinos group is they are pretty stingy with things like free play buffet passes, stuff like that. Uh, You know, I get like $5 free play a lot of the time at Caesars, Bally's and Harrah's, which I get more at, Borgata, or I used to before they switched to M Life. Now I get nothing at Borgata, but uh, I don't even get a mailer from Borgata anymore. <laughs> um, but you know that's similar to what I get at like Tropicana, which is a place I rarely play. Uh, but I would trade all that for discounted rooms at a wide variety of places. So I have to say, like you know, comp, comp rooms are the things I value the most. They're the things they're the most generous with. So all the other stuff, buffets, whatever, it would be nice. But uh, there's a reason that I sort of stick with the total reward system, and it's because they keep roping me in with those comp rooms. So yep. I'll stick with total rewards. Last year I said resorts, um, which I'm, I think I was just really high on resorts at the time. I know you sort of you know were giving me some shit before we started <laughs> about choosing I resorts. I was. And it, it's, it's laughable in retrospect, like all I have to say. <laughs> It is not uh, – I can't believe I picked that, but it's, – It's one of the more foolhardy things you've done, I think. I mean, I – That's saying something. I mean, at the time, it was like, <laughs> wow, I did nothing and I got a ton of comps. But, you know, part of that's also that uh, – It's I only was, for that one property. Yeah, and, and I was newish in the off. system, so I was getting better offers. And so uh, – I mean, I still like resorts a lot. I, I don't think – I would actually say Tropicana – is, is maybe a little more generous even than resorts yeah. and for low rollers. I th- so I think it is. It totally is. Uh, I don't I mean, think they have, it's... Lot, they have a lot more rooms to give out to. Right. So I don't, th- I don't, I still think resorts is the better low roller, uh, casino, but 
Players Club generous generosity, like you said, drop is even better. So funny that I would have said resorts. I must have just been I was very high on them at the time. Um but just haven't spent much time there this year. So, you know, the fact that they didn't draw me to there is a uh, is an indication of my true feelings, right? <laughs> I, I think something that is interesting to see is see how, how hard rock ends up changing that because clearly they have a, a pretty big network of casinos and and also the news that just came out recently that we'll probably talk more about next episode of of golden nuggets uh players club becoming nationwide too i think is a is a fairly big deal that adds another property in, in atlantic city that you can get comps for vegas for now so yeah and, and there's a big thing with golden nugget that you know your comps can be used at landry's restaurant so you don't even have to be in the casino town you can go to you know chart house or wherever it is Vic and anthony's which has a bunch of locations so uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It'll be interesting to see how Hard Rock plays out. Right. I mean, I think just so to speak about that a little bit very generally, I mean, I think, and we've talked about this before, I think with Dr. Dave, you know, casinos have changed in the last 10 years, in the last 15 years, their, their business model quite a bit. And all casinos now have a much higher emphasis on making money on the rooms that they have and a, a lower emphasis on on gaming profits uh and that's just been kind of a trend that's been going on i think they've been looking at the data and they've been wisening it up and they can see that there is actually a lot of potential to make a lot of money from the rooms you know unfortunately it's come through a lot of times in, in terms of resort fees but but I, I i think by and large you know even when i started going in 2005 2006 when the economy was very very frothy and atlantic city was doing very well uh it was it was way easier then to get free rooms than it is now just because i think that that people are a little bit smarter now about giving out rooms unfortunately for us so that's a lot of words for best players club um stingiest players club i think you had hinted a couple episodes ago at what you thought it would be has anything changed your mind kyle the listeners said uh m life pretty resoundingly because, because over half. i right because you skewed I the prime them. Yeah, you skewed the results, you bastard. I did. Uh, no. So, so no, yeah, our, like, our, our survey is no longer scientifically accurate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, M Life fifty two percent. Trop actually second at twenty three, a little under twenty three percent. So, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. And 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 I, Resorts I, I was third, which we've talked I, about I as generous clubs. I think the listeners are are definitely wrong about number two and number three. So. So here's a question, though, about number two and number three before you give your answer, which I already know what it is. Okay. Uh, do you think that part of it is that when you go to TROP or you go to resorts, which are known as low rollers places, they're not necessarily low rollers in the terms of Tropicana, but as places that are supposedly generous to low rollers, and you sort of don't get what you think's coming to you, or you don't, or maybe you get the room and it's not that nice a room, or you get the room and not the free play, uh, that you're disappointed even if yeah. what you're getting is is actually better than what you'd get if you went to like obviously borgata is not going to give you the same right. thing yeah a hundred percent yes i mean and i think the the perfect example of that is is me like i've been consistently disappointed with the comps i've gotten at golden nugget i mean i i put a decent bit of play into them last trip i went i've it's something i've tried to do the last couple trips i mean it's we're not talking about a ton of play but we're also not talking about the Borgata. We're talking about the Golden Nugget. And so, I, I mean, for me, the Stingiest Player Club is M-Life. Uh, I mean, I agree with the listeners. But but if I had to pick a second place, I'd 
definitely say Golden Nugget. And I don't know if that's necessarily the second stingiest players club, but just in my experience and for what I expected to get out of the play I put in, I mean, that's been the case for me. I've played very little at Golden Nugget, so I can't really uh, judge that. I get nothing from Golden Nugget. But uh, I mean, right now, just to give you an example, I'm getting like $49 rates during the week, and it's January, so it's not good. And I played quite a bit there my, my, my last trip, so... Yeah, that's surprising. Like, I didn't have to put very much play into Tropicana to start getting four nights or five nights a week comped right. in the winter. I mean, it, again, just okay. speaking about rooms, I mean, Tropicana is, is different than all the other casinos just because they have so many rooms. And th- Yeah, and that's the big difference at Golden Nugget, which is that it's smaller. Right. So Same it's, thing with resorts. I mean, it's right. it's much smaller. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with M-Life. When they switched to M-Life, I used to actually be surprised at what I'd get from Borgata because, you know, the room rates were terrible for me. Uh, but... I would get, you know, sometimes I'd get as much as $25 in in match play, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are laughing at that as terrible, but, like, I get no match play from, from Caesars properties. I maybe get 5 or 10 If I get $10 in slot play at Caesars, I'm like, whoa, $10. I mean, they must really like what I did last time I went. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, and I so I used to get buffet and, and some decent match play, at least for my level of play. Now, I get nothing now. I get absolutely nothing. Like, I get like basic casino rate uh every night so we're talking 69 bucks a night midweek um and just nothing else like literally nothing else not a buy one get one buffet no show discounts i used to get show ticket offers like you know you can go see the burlesque show for free stuff like that i get nothing now and just just to follow up to that in general i mean my my bad experiences in terms of comps and stuff with M-Life. It's, it's not a new thing to me. Um, just, you know, in one of our trips to Vegas, it was like a, I don't know, probably four or five day trip. I went and put a lot of play into some video poker machines at MGM Grand. And, and video poker is something that M-Life is infamous for, for like having horrific comps. But I put enough money into this video poker machine and this was several years ago when i used to bet a lot less that i became pearl basically in those like two or three days that i was just playing at mgm grand and you know it's not like a huge thing and there's a lot of people laughing right now that that was like an accomplishment for me at the time but uh you know it it was an accomplishment for me at the time and and when i look at my mgm room rates for vegas after that i mean they were basically like i didn't do anything so yeah, for me it was interesting when I first joined M Life. It was actually a Vegas trip. Uh, shortly after they introduced M Life as the sort of united program for all of MGM properties, and I was staying at Monte Carlo. I played a lot at Monte Carlo and a lot at MGM. Like that was the two places I really played on that trip, and it was just all slots and and video poker. Uh, and so I think I was there for three nights. Stayed up late every night playing like damn lumberjack beavers and stupid slots and blackjack and stuff and uh, got incredible comps. Like I probably told this story on the show before, but, you know, for a while, probably for the year after that, I was getting, you know, two nights, including weekends at Monte Carlo. They were giving me $100 in food and beverage credit, tickets to Cirque shows. They said I could get, you know, at times it was two free tickets. At times it was buy one, get one free. Like really, really good offers. Uh, to the point where I was like, wow, I feel like I need to just go to Vegas and take advantage. And then eventually I did go to Vegas. I, I don't think I actually, I did not stay at an MGM property. Oh, I did stay at, at uh, MGM Grand for one night. 
and played a good amount at MGM Grand during that trip, you know, for me, played my typical amount, so not a good amount for most people, but, you know, similar to what I would have played the previous time, and it was like a switch turned off. Like, I just got nothing from then on, you know, prevailing rate <laughs> at, at all the casinos, no discounts anywhere, all of the food and beverage credit dried up, all the show discounts dried up. So I, I mean, I don't even get emails. I used to be, get, I used to get, you know, five emails a week from MGM casinos, uh, and I get nothing now. So they can't pay the postage on all their emails. Yeah. And like for me dating back now, whatever that is, four years, <laughs> definitely <laughs> the stingiest, uh, elite status lounge. I thought this would be an interesting one. Um, there's a very set number of elite status lounges. I just listed them all as a drop down menu and, and let people choose what I thought was going to win by far did not win, uh, which was Amphora. I really thought that was going to run away with it. So the thing that won was Caesar's Seven Stars Lounge, uh, which I guess is not too surprising because that's a higher level than what it takes to get into Amphora. You can get into Amphora with M Life Gold. Uh, you know, obviously the Diamond Lounges at Valleys and Caesars. We both like the Diamond Lounge at Caesars. I mean, at Valleys, uh, but Diamond is significantly lower than Seven Stars. So, what do you think? Any disagreements? We've been to the Caesar's Seven Stars Lounge, thanks to Eric Rosenthal. Yeah, I've been a few times now. Um... I don't know. I mean, this is kind of so. I want to say to start out, I've never been to Amphora. I hear yeah, it's right. great, but I haven't been. So, Craig, you need to get some comp dollars so that we can go. Uh, I'm biased. I mean, I think for me, just the first time I went to a, a premium lounge was was the Bally's Diamond Lounge, and and for me, that's kind of my favorite place to be. I think I actually don't even know if I've been back since then, but just the memories are so good. It's probably one of those things where I shouldn't go back because it can never live up to what it is in my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I mean, uh, I definitely want to go back because I, I did really like it. I've been so that, I think that was the only time I went to there. Yeah, um, I've been to the Caesars Lounge many times with Diamond and Seven Stars, but yeah, I've if, never been to either of the Harris Lounges. Yeah, I've been to Caesar Seven. Uh, I mean, Caesars Diamond several times. I've been to Seven Stars a couple times. Um, haven't been to any of the Harris Lounges. I've heard Top of the Trop is great. That's the, yeah, it's very nice. So, so top of the trap is their more like their seven stars lounge. It's the higher level than just their normal like premium lounge. Uh, I so I would have said Bally's. Well, I I would have said Caesar Seven Stars more than Bally's. Um, but for a long but for a long time, like you said, like I always liked Bally's more than Caesars. To me, Bally's, I sort of struggled to explain it last time, but I think it sort of has like a clubhouse feel to it. Like it's got the arcade machine. It's sort of like a big bar, kind of sit anywhere you want, which is true at Caesars too. But it's like, I don't know. It sort of feels more cool, like some place that you get cool access to. So I've been, But I've been to Caesars a few times since then. And, and Caesars is not necessarily like inspiring. The decor feels very old. Like it's, it's, yeah. it skews much older. Like I feel like... It's the, the older person version of Bally's. The Caesars Diamond Lounge. Like, people always talk about how good the view is from the lounge. And, like, I don't agree. I don't what? think it's a good view. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's just, like, you're staring at the Rainforest Cafe or you're staring at the playground. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. So we, were, we sat sort of in at the far end of the windows and we had a really wide view of the ocean. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Um, and the food spread there is much better than at Bally's. Oh. I, I remember one time me and my wife went and we had a really wide view of the rainforest cafe. <laughs> so Nero's, <laughs> so Nero's is actually even more, if you're there at night, it's like 
the neon of the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> sign, and by Rainforest Cafe, I mean Jungle Grill, uh, yes. was just like right in your face through the window. It's and, like the Seinfeld. And especially at night, it's like, it's really like you can sort of see the beach in the ocean, but what you really see is the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> sign, which I love neon, so it doesn't really bother me. But uh, no, I didn't, I actually didn't, I mean, I was there in the middle of the day. Uh, and it had snowed, so I just loved the view. So we were just like looking down at the snow-covered boardwalk. Hadn't it looked like it hadn't been shoveled at all. It looked really cool. So I really liked that. The service at the Diamond Lounge was super friendly. Part of it, it we were there. It was really not very crowded, so the server just kind of hung around to talk to us for a while, and and that was nice. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think objectively, Caesar Seven Stars is better. Like that's just no brainer. But- uh, also, and uh, you know, unfortunately, we haven't gotten to the food and drink category yet. But there is no place for the single worst meal served in Atlantic City. But if there was, it would be the pork mac and pork barbecue mac and cheese yeah. at the Seven Stars Lounge. Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. And we had really shitty service one time at, at the Seven Stars. Yeah. Lounge. Usually, the service is is quite amazing. The Seven Stars right. Lounge. But yeah, that one time we went, the service was pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, so wait, are you saying Bally's or Caesar Seven Stars? I'm saying Bally's. Hey, I'll make it three different places. I'm going to say Caesar's Diamond Lounge. I really like it. I don't. Oh. I know it's not even in the top three for listeners. I but I had. I mean, part of it's just I've had really good times there. Uh, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> really good time eating that prime rib. Eating that prime rib, getting really sick. Not because of the prime <laughs> rib. I was already sick, and I thought I was better, and I ate prime rib. <laughs> uh, let's not blame the prime rib. That was very good prime rib until I threw it up later. Uh, so. So that's a very upbeat way to get into the best casino website, best casino website booking. Great segue. That's like, yeah. like so good. Uh, <laughs> so, so our listeners, uh, 75%. Not yeah, 75% <laughs> yeah. of them chose TR, uh, which I cannot disagree with. And the next two were Borgata and Tropicana, but with much lower vote totals. But for me, uh, like the listeners, I think TR is both, kind of the easiest site to use in some sense, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes, like why the rates are what they are. Yeah. But in terms of just ease of booking, uh, I, I like TR, you know, you obviously go to one website and you can see three different properties there. It's great. But you know, both Borgata and Trop, the websites are perfectly adequate. I've been able to book on both of them without issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike every other website in Atlantic city where, you know, which I guess is what, resorts and golden nugget where i think you actually have to call people to to book yeah i have trop issues but i but yeah i mean it's still better than resorts or golden nugget but <laughs> yeah well tra- trop i think was broken for a long time but it, it might be fixed now uh total rewards yeah i mean i so it's that's not to say it's not flawed and we've talked about this <laughs> it, on the we've show. talked about this at great length there are times that it just breaks and it stops showing your offers on the rate calendar but i mean just the rate calendar or the ability to add companion code in the system without having to call anybody, see your entire rate calendar, see which dates you can get comped. I mean, I just love going on there and seeing what my rates are, even if I don't have a trip planned. Like, ooh, look, I get six nights a week comped. I can get this Saturday. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've I am um, you or friends Andy or Dave and been like, oh, I get this Saturday comp. Do you want to go to, you know, AC tomorrow? And it's like, obviously we can't, but uh yeah you know it's it's i think it's far and away the best and 75 percent i think agree and i think that's about right for for the ratio so uh what about the worst or do you have more to say 
No, no. I mean, I think that's it. Uh, so the worst are are readers. It was very narrow. It was a one vote difference between resorts first place with thirty eight and a half percent, and Tropicana had had thirty six percent. So close. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I think resorts website. I I know in the past I've made fun of just how terrible it is, not only in terms of usability, but it, like security and it's just <laughs> it's bad. bad. I mean, you can't book rooms on it. You have to call. Uh, for me, I mean, the second place is gold nugget for sure, because I think it's, it's very similar that, you know, I can't even see what my room rates are on some calendar online, which is what I want to do. So I think, I think resorts and gold nugget are the two worst. Uh, what do you think? Uh, so total rewards coming in third is very surprising. <laughs> um, yeah, our listeners are wrong again. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm shocked that Golden Nugget is not somewhere on here in the top three. Like what? Because I, I I I mean, here's the thing: the website itself is fine, right? Yes, that's true. Right? The website isn't the resorts website, which is a, just a train wreck, right? So I really wanted to say Golden Nugget because I just hate that like. There's no it information. Says call for offers. Yeah, like you can't. Yeah. So at least I know at resorts like what they're offering me. I just have to call to book it. Golden Nugget, right. I don't even know that. Uh, but yeah, the website for resorts is bad and doesn't it's, work it's, a lot of the it's, time. It's horrific. It's not very good. Yeah, I think I got to agree that resorts. I really <laughs> wanted to say Nugget, but I, I did. I change your mind. Yeah, I changed my mind at the last minute. I'll say resorts and agree with everybody. It, else. Yeah, I, I mean it's obviously the right answer. So I agree. Obviously. People who said Trop are wrong. People who said Total Rewards are really wrong. So <laughs> I hope that you look at yourselves in the mirror. And... <laughs> so mean. So mean. Uh, I mean, I've there. So there was a while. I don't know if it was during 2017. There was a while where Trop was just flat out broken. Like mm-hmm. it, you would get an offer and you would go, and it would just be like no. Every night, every night that we said you could use this, it doesn't actually work. I think they fixed that. Yeah, they they have fixed it because I've booked on the website. I mean, there was a while that you had to call. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. See, so yeah, and we mentioned that. I mean, there was an episode that we did called Total Rewards Fix Your Website. But uh, but Total Rewards has, has fixed that. Your offers are now back in the rate calendar. Um, so yeah, let's go with resorts, uh, moving away one or one non non casino question in the hotel casino category. What is the best <laughs> non casino hotel? Kyle, uh, what's your favorite? Go. Our, our, our <laughs> listeners chose the Claridge overwhelmingly over, over 50%. Yeah. And, and no, no one, no other hotel came even close. Uh, me and you actually have stayed in the Claridge, but it was when it was a part of Valley's yeah, so that uh, doesn't for count. me. I, I don't have a comment. I mean, I haven't stayed in any non-casino hotel, I think, ever in that's Atlantic. Just... Oh, actually, that's not true. I've stayed in the Marriott next to resorts, and it was perfectly nice. We stayed for, for our friend Craig, not me, Craig, another Craig, bachelor yeah. party. We stayed in the courtyard. Mm-hmm. Next to resorts, right? Well, yeah, out from resorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several blocks. Yeah, yeah, next, next to resorts away from the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I have stayed at the Best Western Envoy. Which is fine. Fine if, in a pinch. Back uh, when we were like 21, 22, we stayed a lot in like random places in like Ebsekin or Pleasantville or whatever. Um, Those weren't as nice. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't, I can't, you know, I don't have a real opinion. I haven't, you know, those two places are not, I mean, whatever, courtyard's fine. People, uh, I, I will say that, I mean, we had like a horror show experience at Claridge when we stayed there, but people seem to really like it now. Yes, and absolutely. It's, it's something that I, I would be, I don't know if I would actually book it 
to check it out, but I'd be interested to hear more more people's thoughts on the Claridge at least. Sure. So, the, I mean, I could absolutely see myself staying there because of summer rates. So, like, I don't get good summer rates at all at the casinos. The, and a lot of times, Claridge is actually totally reasonably priced comparatively. Uh, and the location is obviously great. Um, if, you know, the rooms are as renovated as people say they are, I could, you know, I'm sure it would be totally fine. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with this, but I don't think either of us can in good faith make a choice. So we'll just defer to the listener's uh, choice of the Claridge. Um, Showboat came in third, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. Okay. No, uh, I mean, the, 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 it came in third with two votes. So <laughs> Yeah, that's how sure dominant. came in second, which I'm sure if you're going to a convention, it's probably perfectly nice. It's right next to the convention center. So. It's- so I'll sure. say about the Sheridan. It's not, not a good location to do anything else in Atlantic City, I think. But. I actually disagree with that. I th- I'm always surprised at how fast you get out to the Sheridan if you're just walking out from Caesars. Because I always picture it way further away. But it's really like right off the outlets. Uh, and if you know me, you know I love to spend all my time at the outlets. So I, I do know that. Um, but I've heard the rooms at the Sheridan are actually pretty dated and, and need some work. But All right. So let's let's go to the, the final three categories the best the worst and the most improved casinos oh man okay so i, I had some heartburn over the the, the top honor of best well, casino properties. why, why don't you here I'll, I'll introduce it and say what the listeners did and then you can you can talk about how how wrought your decision was sure. so the best casino property overall our listeners overwhelmingly chose the borgata it got 62 percent of the vote um caesars came in second but only with 12 percent and I think as a special note, every single casino in Atlantic City that was open had got at least one vote. Yep. So the love People got their spread around. Um, so shame on whoever chose Bally's. Uh, yeah. Bally's has some redeeming qualities, Kyle. So, all right. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and, and talk about how, how your decision gave you heartburn. So as far as, you know, just where I end up staying all the time, it's Caesars, right? Like, and I said, I really like the service. I think as long as I'm not in the forum tower, I'm happy with the rooms. I really, really love the Centurion tower rooms. So overall, I really enjoy my experiences at Caesars. Uh, Tropicana. I was for a split second. I was like, do I like Tropicana more than other properties? Like I love my time there. We talked about the great options. This podcast would be over. if you. Yeah, no. So, so I, you know, I can't, Tropicana has done a lot to get better, and I. Oh, I mean, Tropicana has some have very nice parts of it, like the just me getting free rooms anytime I want, and the restaurants are nice, and you know we both love Baralon, and and I've had very good experiences at Okacha. So, I mean, for me, like Tropicana, I always feel like I love Tropicana in my mind more than I love the actual experience. At least, I mean, I do. I like it as a place to go and walk <laughs> around in. I don't but like I, it as a place I, to sit down and gamble, and I don't I don't love think... any of the restaurants as much as you love Chickie and Pete's, though. <laughs> I do really like Chickie's and Pete's. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, I mean, I like, I like Olan better than Chickie's and Pete's. Uh, don't lie to me. That's not the truth. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, if I was alone in Atlantic City and I had multiple meals where I had, like, Chickie's and Pete's would be one of them, <laughs> probably before Olan, which is a crazy thing to say. <laughs> I mean, part of that's just my own, you know, that's what I like. I like sports bars, but, uh, and I never get to go to them. So I like all the, all, all the stuff at Tropicana 
that makes Tropicana a good place to be, like the quarter, the shows, the restaurants, the bars. The gambling sucks, uh, just in general, for all the way from video poker to table games. The rooms, I always seem to end up in a room that's like, I'm always like, eh, it's nice, I guess, but there's just like something not quite right about it. Like in what way? So, I mean, I ended up in a West, in one of the really renovated, I think it was West Tower rooms. Or no, no, not West Tower. Uh, I think it was North, but like the window was like five foot, five feet off the the floor. Like you couldn't, so it was like, should have had a great view, but if you're under like six feet tall, there was actually no view to speak of at all. You just saw the sky. Uh, so like my wife, so I was like, oh yeah, I can see this, the city and I can see the ocean if I look to the right. And my wife was like, I can't see anything, like literally nothing unless I stand on a chair. So, uh, I don't know. Like in my mind, I like trap, but it, I think it, that would be a ludicrous choice for best overall casino. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, as someone like obviously, I don't go there and play. Like my actions prove that it's not my favorite. Uh, I really, really wanted to to say Caesars. Like I really wanted. Like when I go, it's where I play the most. It's where I stay the most. So it, you know, it would be easy for me to justify and say my actions prove that Caesars is my favorite. Uh, but when it comes down to it, like. I said Borgata last year for lots of reasons, restaurants, rooms, service, all that stuff. And Caesars has not really done anything to improve in that time. So Borgata has potentially gotten worse though. Right. So, so my, the question for myself was like, is the M life thing enough of a negative to say that Caesars is now a better overall property than Borgata? And I think the answer is no. Uh, you know, and we said last year, like it was razor thin. We both picked Borgata last year, but I think it's still Borgata. I begrudgingly feel like I gave it to Borgata. I think 2018 will be very, very interesting for which one of the, which property wins this. But I think for now I still have to go with Borgata, which I, and I don't love that I have to do that, but I just, if I'm honest with myself, that's the way I have to go. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting category because much like you, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time at Borgata at all. Uh, I spend way much more time at, at Caesars and, you know, honestly, I probably spent just as much time at Trap this year. Uh, but if, if I'm thinking of, if, if I'm giving someone a recommendation from out of town and they're like, I'm going to Atlantic city, like what's the best property there? I, I don't think it's especially close. Right. I mean, I would just be like, that's the Borgata. Yeah. Right. That's where you should go. That's where you should stay. You know, if you're coming in from out of town or just seeing something. Yeah, it's uh, the one place you have to make sure you go to. Even if, Like, I would right. say probably stay on the boardwalk, but but make your way to Borgata. Ah, I mean, I, I don't even agree with that. I, I'd just be like, nah, stay at Borgata. That's, that's what you want to do. Um, I mean, it depends on the person. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like, you know, obviously for us, you know, comps are a big deal. It's something we talk about a lot. Comps are not good at Borgata, which is why we don't go as much as as you would think we should, having listened to this podcast. Uh, so Borgata is still pretty clearly my number one. I think Caesars is a pretty obvious number two for me, though. I mean, I don't think there's another casino that's especially close to Caesars. Uh, I, I also think 2018 is going to be a very interesting year, but mostly because I think of the two new competitors that are going to be coming on the market. And I'm interested to see what they bring. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one of them could very well unseed, uh, unseat Borgata. So, all right. So worst, worst, worst casino property, the other end of the spectrum. Um, uh, with with forty four percent of the vote, uh, the winner was Bally's. 
Uh, Resorts was next with 20% of the vote, and then Trop with 14%. Um, Unlike the best casino in which all casinos got votes, Borgata and Caesars did not receive a single vote, which is appropriate, because I don't think they should. Uh, What do you think, Greg? Yeah, I I mean, I think we've both sort of made our uh, opinions about Bally's known. I don't, even though I've said I had really good experiences, uh, I had, a, I mean, a good time at Bally's the last couple of times I've spent any time there gambling or hanging out at the lobby bar. A lot of that has to do with the people that I've been with or, you know, just the general sort of, uh, state of mind I've been in more than the actual experience. <laughs> I think the, you know, I was, take that to mean whatever you want. If you listen to the last episode, you know what that means as far as my, my trip report to Valley's, but, uh, best toasted coconut donuts. Yes. Why is that not a category? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there for best restaurant when I pick the donuts in the Valley's lobby. Uh, I think, yeah, I just can't, uh, you know, there's no casino that I feel that I have as much negative feelings for as Valley's. I mean, I think the dealers are typically, you know, like, I almost it's almost to a point where if I get an indifferent dealer at Bally's, I feel like happy about that. Like you've won it. Yeah, you've done it. <laughs> Cuz a lot of times they're like almost surly, like they're not good. They're the table, the the f- casino floor is just very drab and not not great. Uh so I don't know. I mean, there are things I like about it. That's not to say I have there's nothing I like about it, but there's just more things I don't like about it than any other casino in Atlantic City. Yeah. Okay. For me it's it's also pretty clear it's it's Bally's, but I I kind of I think as a whole, it's harder to say, but uh, I I do like Wild Wild West. I mean, obviously, it's only half open at this point. Uh, I really enjoy all the time I spend at Wild Wild West, uh, but Park Place is just not a nice place to be. I don't think it's not a pleasant place to play, um, with with a few exceptions. I, I do enjoy kind of playing the... They have some nice video poker machines there that yeah. I like playing, but... Uh, by and large, like Park Place isn't really a place that you want to be. Uh, you know, the rooms are very meh. Uh, uh, yeah, even the Jubilee rooms, I'm not totally impressed with. I don't know. Yeah, which I I will say we have. I think we have more like strongly negative things to say about Trop, right? Like we just the service is atrocious. At yeah, times Trop. I mean, there are yeah, things the, that they mess up that are just. Uh, I don't love gambling at. Trap, I don't actually especially like it at all. I think that the drink service is, is atrocious there. But uh, restaurants are very good. Um, I mean, even check-in, check-out the, Trap, I think, is probably worse. The Players than Club is, is very good. Uh, check-in, check-out, I think, is all right. Mm, I went summer weekend, and it was awful, but maybe that's true everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's probably true everywhere. I've, I've had good luck being able to check-in early with no fee, which mm-hmm. is something that is actually impossible to do now at CET. So unless you're diamonds, yeah. So yeah, Trop is much more like there are some things that are like really fantastic about Tropicana, and some things that are bad. And unfortunately, the things that are bad are the gambling, more more or less. Yeah. Uh, Golden Nugget, I'm not wild about. Uh, I mean, I I think it's fine, but uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't really, especially like Harris very much. Yeah, yeah, and I obviously had negative experience. I mean, Harris is just like a very unmemorable casino, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's the most generic property in Atlantic City, I would say. Yeah, and I actually think now that they've changed a lot of their restaurant offerings, like there's not really much there that makes me want to go there at all. Like there's, 
I mean, I'd I, love to try Veracruz at some point. Yeah, I mean, I've heard Veracruz is very good, but like AC Burger Company gets pretty mixed reviews. A lot of people oh, we'll, who really we'll talk like about bills. that later. Yeah. So, uh, what about most improved casino property? The listeners said Golden Nugget with thirty one percent. He said, "Yeah, Golden Nugget thirty one percent." To me, Golden Nugget as the twenty seventeen most improved property. Like if you're if you're looking at the last five years, like yes, gold, it, it's a no brainer. Golden Nugget from its Trump Marina history, where it was just totally in disrepair, is the most improved property bar none. I'm not sure what they did specifically in twenty seventeen. And maybe that's just because I don't spend much time at Golden Nugget to see the improvements. I don't know how improved they really were over the course of the year. And I, you know, I was there a little bit. I, I didn't stay in the in the hotel, so I, I can't really say for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I I do wonder if the choice is sort of like well, thinking too back back to what it was before it was Golden Nugget. Like it's a giant giant improvement, which it is. So. So Golden Nugget was actually kind of middle of the road in, in revenue, which surprised me a little bit. In terms of uh, games. In terms of, in terms of in terms of gaming revenue? In terms of just raw numbers? Because it's the smallest yeah, yeah, casino. Yeah. So yeah. if it's, if in it's terms middle of, games, of the road. Yes, yes, yes. Games, yeah, okay. games, yeah. Uh, Tropicana was the, the company that... Yeah, that, that did very well. Yeah. Gained the most. And... This is without the December 17 results because we haven't put it into our spreadsheet yet, even though they came out because we were probably going to talk about it in our next news episode. Uh, resorts as of November 17 was in second. Uh, for me, like what I wrote down without looking at that, I, I thought that the most improved casino property was resorts. I feel like that the room renovations they've done, I mean, it can only help it because like I have seen the unrenovated ocean tower rooms. I've never stayed in one, but I've booked them for <laughs> yeah, friends. Well, I stayed. It, was, it was not nice looking. Yeah. So getting rid of those, I think is a big deal. I think the casino continually seems to get nicer and nicer. Like I said, I'm, I'm really fond of the food court and resorts for the kind of person I am who likes to gamble a lot and likes to be able to eat something quickly and go back to gambling. It's just perfect. All the kind of food court options they have like right in the middle of the casino. Uh, so I, I put uh, resorts as my most improved property. I would love to agree with you, but I don't. Okay. Uh, I think it's Tropicana. And I don't think it's particularly close mm-hmm. uh, for me. And I can, t- and I can totally, I think resorts totally justified decision. Um, I think gold nuggets justified decision, but to me, like Tropicana, putting money as far as just what you see in improvements, and and it being like marked improvements year over year, they have done a ton of rooms. I mean, you can have your qualms about like the West Tower is still not great, which it's not, but it's a big improvement over what it used to be. Uh, they they are just constantly, constantly changing things in the casino floor, adding new things. They've redone the high limit room. Uh, they've changed things in the quarter. They are even changing things in the nightlife sector. Uh, they've added new restaurants. So they've, you know, adding those Jose Garces restaurants. Those were all new for 2017. Um, so as far as just general overall improvements for the property in 2017, to me, like Tropicana did a ton to make it a better place um, that I want to spend time in. 
Uh, like I said, I still don't spend a lot of time there. But to me, I, yeah, I just think for, for what I see when I walk through the property, I'm like, wow, this is very, very different and, and much nicer. Um, and, and it seems like every time I go, even like three months apart, I feel like I see noticeable improvements. So I think that's that's pretty reasonable. I mean, again, I think I'm I'm just kind of colored by not enjoying sure. the casino. Yeah, and I mean, there's still things that even that even an upgrade at Trop can't fix, and so right. this is one of them. And the way the casino's laid out is another one of them. And yeah, I can certainly respect your not agreeing with me on that. Although you're wrong, yes, you're you're far <laughs> you're far kinder than I am, Craig. <laughs> All right, so food and drink. Uh, best restaurant overall. The winner, kind of surprisingly to me, but maybe not to you, and probably not to a reader since they no, voted no, for I it. Didn't, I didn't find this surprising. Uh, best restaurant was Old Homestead at Borgata, which only got twelve percent of the vote, but that's not surprising considering that a lot of restaurants got votes. Uh, there was a three-way tie for a second. Chef Vola's Docks and the Continental got eight percent of the vote each, and then a lot more restaurants got some votes. Um, do you have any thoughts, Craig? I mean, I have not eaten at Old Homestead because I don't have that kind of money, frankly. <laughs> it's it's funny to me. Well, first of all, I should say I really thought Chef Foles would win. Um, I I would have I would have thought Chef Foles would have won as well. And saying that, I haven't been to Chef Foles. Uh, right, me either. So so last year for us, this category was best restaurant that we've been to. Just to clarify, you know, it still um, is going to be that for me. By the way, um, but. Uh, Old Homestead gets talked of very finely. I'm always a little skeptical, uh, skeptical because in New York City, Old Homestead advertises as, you know, the oldest steakhouse in, I don't know if it's in New York City or the country or whatever it is, but they always advertise the age thing. And everything I've read about it is like, oldest does not mean best. Like you're paying a lot for sort of like stuff you can get better of elsewhere. Everything I've heard about the Old Homestead at Borgata is that it's very, very good. So, uh, I would like to try it. I don't see how that ever happens because when I'm thinking of fancy restaurants, just the idea of spending steakhouse type prices, uh, yeah, seems unlikely if I don't have some kind of like, you know, celebration dinner type coupon. I, I think if, if nothing else, uh, hopefully something that I, I want to impress upon people in this podcast is to try to go outside of casinos to try to see some things and, and, you know, you can get a lot better value outside of casinos. So a place like Chef Vola's, which is honestly world famous, you know, you're going to get a way better value there, I think, than, than Old Homestead, even though I, I, like I said, I haven't eaten at Chef Vola's, so I can't really directly speak of it. But, uh, you know, just in terms of bang for the buck, you're going to get probably better values outside of the casinos, which I don't think should be surprising to people. Right. Um, so I, I actually, I'm not sure I can even provide an answer for this question. So last year I said continental, but Mm -hmm. like I was looking through where I ate this year and the only sort of legit fancy place I went was Nero's. Did you not go to, uh, iron room iron? Yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't enamored with iron room food. Okay. At, for for brunch. Um, so so your brother was the one that was enamored, right? Yeah. Completely enamored. Like I would not. I wouldn't say that that would unseat Continental for me as my mm-hmm. 2016 pick. So it was kind of tough for me. Like, how do I vote on this? Like, do I say Nero's just because it was my favorite meal of of 2017? Do I say oh, – actually, I, that's, I that's 2018. Could, but Look, here's the thing, right? And, and people that listen to this need to understand it, right? Like, we don't live in Atlantic City. We don't go there all the time. We're tourists, much like probably the majority of our listeners. So – I mean, I think that you are allowed to 
take things as a whole and take a multi-year view of this thing and and just say what your best experience has been to this point if you know if i don't think that should bother you yeah well i'll let you go and and say what your favorite is i mean i know you said docs last year but i I said docs last year i i haven't eaten anywhere to unseat that i mean i I do think there has to be a couple caveats you know they did a major remodel about i think like a year and a half ago i haven't been since the remodel so uh my info is is a bit old but you know i think just it's probably the best meal i had in atlantic city was was at docks that time i thought prices were fairly reasonable for a very very nice restaurant uh you know 25 30 35 dollar entrees uh and it just was the service was absolutely impeccable the entire time so i, I for me it, it's got to be docks yeah, so I, I mean, I could easily say Continental again, just for the same reason I said last year, which is that when somebody asks me, what's a good place to go for my first trip in AC, like Continental is kind of my go to, because of the location, like out, you know, looking over the water in the playground in that third floor of the play- playground. Uh, I do think the food is very good. I think they've got a very good cocktail list. I have to say, my second trip to Continental, I don't know if it's just what we ordered. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't so in love with it. I mean, I thought it was still very good, but I thought, you know, like we got a couple of things that were sort of not total misses, but just sort of not very exciting. Uh, I had a cocktail that I thought was really over flavored on like just over spiced in a way that like overpowered the booze flavors on it. Um, and that's, and that could just be, you know, a bartender's bad day or whatever, but uh, so I kind of am wondering, like, do I go with Continental again, even though I had that experience, or do I pick someplace that I haven't been since my last trip to Continental, which would be Izakaya, which is what I was r- wrestling with last time. Um, I have a tough time with that. So I don't know. I mean, I don't, like, like Iron Room, I appreciate what it's doing, and I appreciate its uniqueness, but for me, like, I didn't. I want to try dinner because I feel like I didn't, the brunch just didn't really speak to me that much. Uh, it was like, it was interesting, but it wasn't amazing. Uh, I really liked Bar Olan, but I, I feel like I haven't gotten the full Olan experience because yeah. just did happy hour. We just did happy hour there. I, I, I do have to say I was blown away by the, the happy hour though. I still think that's like the best happy hour deal in a casino. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really fantastic deal. I, I think I'm going to go with Izakaya just because, you know, it, so last year I was only a couple weeks removed from it, and I sort of felt like it's hard to pick something that's so fresh in your mind because you don't have that uh, sort of perspective that you have. And I, it's still a meal that I look back on and just think like, wow, everything was so so good, so unique and different, good cocktails. Um, so I'm gonna go with Izakaya. I just thought it was great. So I feel like it's a little bit of a cop out since. You know, I considered it for 2016 and then didn't give it to it. And then I haven't been since then. And now I am giving it to it. But uh, Craig, that's some we're, good the, trans- we're the hosts. We yeah. make the rules. Well, I want to be transparent in my decision here. Oh, come on. And so, uh, but no, 100% certain Izakaya is it. No doubts. Never question yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so best. If you think otherwise, you're wrong. Yeah. Best, best new restaurant. The listener vote. This was very, very close. AC Burger Company, which replaced the old Bill's Bar and Burger at Harrah's, 
One Which with, is a restaurant we both liked a lot. Yes, we did. Uh, one with 24%. One vote below that at 21.5% was Veracruz, also at Harrah's. So Harrah's, I mean, partly by virtue of replacing half <laughs> the replacing all of their restaurants. <laughs> and then third was Olan with one less vote than that at 19% uh, at Tropicana. So... AC Burger Company, interesting because we've heard very, very mixed reviews. A lot of people who really loved uh, Bill's Bar and Burger really are not fans of AC Burger Company, but it did take our listeners' poll for uh, AC Burger Company. This sounds very, this is a very crappy way to treat our listeners to talk down to them that way, but uh, I will say people like it, apparently. So, AC Burger Company, listener's choice, 2017. Right. What about you? You at least so, have a couple things to go on. I only, I've only been to a lot. Yeah, I've I've been to a few places. I mean, I, I, Olan Happy Hour, like I just said, I think it's Olan Happy. It's just the best deal in Atlantic City in a casino at Happy Hour. Uh, the skewers are great. Uh, the drink specials are very good. The empanadas are pretty good. Get the cheese one; it's better than the chicken. Um, I, I went to Acacia. I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very very good. Um, if if I had to choose. One of them, I mean, they're so different because one, you're talking about just like pure value. I mean, just the price, you know, $2 a skewer or whatever it is. Is it two, Craig? It's either two or three. It's really cheap. Yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic. It's, it's like I said, the best deal in this, in the city. Um, but Okacha was very, very, very nice. Uh, I, I think for me, I would say Okacha, but I don't know. What do you, what do you have to say? I mean, I have to say Olan by default because it's the only one I've been to. I mean, I did love okay. it. Like, I absolutely loved it. But um, I, I, and it's funny. It's funny how this works, right? Because it's the only one I've been to. It's sort of like watching the Oscars and you've only seen one of the movies for Best Picture and you want it to win because you're like, that was the best movie. And you don't actually know anything about the other ones. But uh, when, when it didn't win Best New Restaurant for the listeners, I was like, oh, man, I really liked Olan. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, I feel a little bit like, article saying a lot but it's you know i did really like it so it just in the fact that it's the only restaurant that got me to go there with its happy hour special and that i did really love it i'll give it its vote by default i mean mm-hmm. so just know that that's why i'm voting for it <laughs> <laughs> uh so cheap eats this is this is a near and dear to my heart uh so last year we sort of did this as cash we did like fancy-ish and casual uh, this is, I feel like a little different question than, it, it is than casual. Because, so just, just to, you know, I said Harry's last year cause I, I thought Harry's was very good and I still think Harry's is very good. I would not call Harry's cheap eats by any stretch of the imagination though. Right. And I said, choose I, which like you could argue for cheap eats for choose no, I, I, you're wrong. Um, New York prices. I'm used to, we talked about this. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so, you have no, so three way tie. Each with three votes. <laughs> so 26 different places receive votes. There are a lot of cheap eats in Atlantic City, in case you're wondering. Uh, the three that tied for our best were Bill's, uh, Euro Sivalaki, the Marketplace Eatery and Food Court at Borgata, and the Irish Pub. Uh, I, I haven't been to the eatery since they've changed it at Borgata, so I, I don't have a comment on that. Irish Pub... I love, but not necessarily for the eats. Okay. I, I got the like chicken salad and it did not make me violently ill, which is all I could hope for. So it passes my, my test. Especially at that price point. Um, yeah. $5 for that. And like some 
Asian macaroni salad and yeah. something else. The de- yeah. It is if if your focus on in this category is on the cheap portion of the eats. If you're like this is I want I'm voting for the best cheap eats. Yes, I want to eat at the cheapest possible place that won't yeah. make me violently ill. Yeah, if, if cheap is like all in caps, then Irish pub totally agree. Right. Uh, if it's if you're thinking the combination of like the best food you can get in this category of fairly cheap, I think it's a different uh, a different question. <laughs> um, so I don't know. What do you think? I mean, we've been I mean, to Bills multiple for, times. We've yeah, been to Irish me, pub a couple times. I've been to Irish pub a couple times. I think this year I went to Bills three times. So, I mean, I think that. It has to be Bill's. I mean, it's somewhere that if I'm hungry and I just want to grab something quick and I'm on the boardwalk, I mean, that's going to be where I gravitate towards. Uh, their heroes are, are excellent. Uh, and it is just, quintessential cheap eats. It, it is. It's just, it's a cool place to be and just see all the dollar bills all over the walls and the ceiling and the chairs and everything. Yeah, old uh, AC casino memorabilia. So, yeah, it's it's got to be Bill's for me. So, yeah, I I wanted to say Irish Pub just because I've had so much fun both times I've gone. It is extremely cheap, and the food is perfectly acceptable. When I go to Bill's, I'm like, this is so good. Uh, so I have to – I agree. Bill's Bill's Zero, like, it's it's very, very good, and it's such a cool little place that, like uh, – I mean, Irish Pub is also a very cool little place, but – as far as like cheap eats, when I just picture cheap eats, bills is what I picture. Yeah, if 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 it is kind of more akin to the casual category from last year, I, I still think Harry's is is excellent. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, we went back this year, I enjoyed it again. So, no no qualms with Harry's, but just the categories changed, so I feel like I have to ch- choose bills. Yeah, sure. Uh, most overrated or disappointing restaurant. Yeah, our listeners obviously listened to our podcast where we complained about it. <laughs> so they chose Gordon Ramsay's Pub and Grill, got 21.5% of the vote. Uh, Guy Fieri's Chop House came in second with 13.5%. Um, I, I didn't really have much of an answer. I mean, I was pretty vocal about not loving my Gordon Ramsay experience, so I think I kind of have to go with that. I mean, also, just the uh, the infamous pork barbecue mac and cheese at, at the <laughs> Seven Stars Lounge definitely gets a shout-out here, too. So yeah. if that counts, I mean, it was certainly the most disappointing meal that I saw. Right. I mean, luckily, I was not the one that ordered it. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think Gordon Ramsay was all that great for the prices we paid. I mean, I, I got salmon there, and I think it was, like, mid $30 range and it was nothing special. So I, I'm totally fine with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I th- I think, I mean, I think that's the choice. I just, I, my meal was, I actually got a few different things on the menu. I think I got a few appetizers instead of a regular meal and they ranged from reasonably okay to like really disappointing. <laughs> um, and it's, it's interesting. It's weird. Cause on, on some, level like i almost think it's tough to call it overrated because there are a lot of people who think who you know the reviews are out there who of people who say that it's it's not that great uh there are a lot of people who love it like there are a lot of people who think the the uh beef wellington is amazing and it's a really good restaurant i think to me i agree i think it's disappointing i definitely would say it was it was a disappointment and that the 
ambiance of sort of where we're placed. Like I wouldn't if they were seating me out toward the the like shops and stuff again, I'd be like, no, like move me inside. I don't want to sit here. When I saw this one, I was like, yeah, that's that's the choice. That's a no doubter. I haven't been to Guy's Chop House, so maybe if I went there, I would feel the same. Although I, you know, most of what I've heard is that it's actually perfectly adequate. It's just that it's yeah. got steakhouse prices, which I don't. I didn't really. I feel like you were saying you thought Gordon yeah, Ramsay so been... was perfectly adequate. I actually thought it ranged from adequate to like less than adequate. And everybody, I mean, in our group so here's the adequate. thing, right? Like the food was fine. I think, like I said, I had a piece of salmon. It was acceptable, right? I think the service was acceptable. The ambiance was bad, right? And just yeah. like as a whole for the prices we paid, like it's just not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Um, right. I'm more down on the food than you are. But. So just speaking of Guy Fieri, I, I know we've mentioned this in a past episode, but in case you, you haven't heard it, I have been to, I haven't been to the chop house, but he has a restaurant. He actually honestly has two restaurants at the Horseshoe in Baltimore. And I went to the actual restaurant, which I think is the American Grill, but I'm yeah, not positive true. about that. And I, I, much to my surprise, found the food perfectly adequate. So I believe, I have no reason to believe that the shop house would be anything different because I, I really went in and I wanted to hate it, but it was fine. <laughs> uh, so breakfast, not surprisingly uh, Thirty-one percent of the vote went to Gilchrist, uh, yep. won by quite a bit, more than double the next pers- next uh, restaurant, which was bread and bread butter, and butter Borgata, which is excellent. Which, yeah, which is excellent. It's a, you know, it's it's a counter basically. You go up, you order what you want, go sit down, and they give you a number and bring it out to you. But uh, yeah, I mean, Gilchrist is certainly the sort of legendary, quintessential AC breakfast spot. Uh, over in Gardner's Basin, kind of a very small cramped quarters, tables on top of each other. You might be sharing a table with with another party, but uh, you've been to Gilchrist. You've been to Bread and Butter. Uh, you've maybe been to other breakfast places. What do you think? I, I For me, I think it is Gilchrist. I think that uh, just the view that you have just out over the water, uh, combined with the prices there, uh, I mean, I think it it really does kind of set it apart. I mean, bread and butter is is very very good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, considering that you're getting a sandwich for honestly more than the price that you're getting like an entire like <laughs> yeah. pancakes and sausage and eggs at Gilchrist. I mean, I, I think it's got to be Gilchrist. So, did you sit outside at Gilchrist? Uh, it was the middle of winter and freezing cold, so we did not. But you know, we. Got to at least look out there and uh, see the boats. Okay, no, I was in. I was inside and like right up against the wall with no windows, so I couldn't uh-huh. see much. But I still like the pancakes were excellent. Yes. Um. I mean, it. I like I said exactly how I like my pancakes: thin but fluffy. Uh, the eggs and sausage looked good. I was in a <laughs> state where I couldn't really eat much of them. Um. But yeah, I like Dealers a lot. I really want to go again. I want to try the Tropicana location. But uh, yeah, I'll give it to go, Chris. Also, what about the um? So here's the thing that I know you've always talked up and I've heard a few other people talk up the, the Mexican restaurant in Tropicana has apparently has very good rest, uh, re- breakfast. Yeah. The Casa Taco and Tequila. Yeah. I mean, I, so another place that I wasn't feeling up for, for my <laughs> a, tr- a running trend for me in Atlantic city. Hey, you don't get too many away from the kids weekends. So, uh, live it up when you can. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was good. I think 
I think I give the nod to Gilchrist A in its cheapness, but also in its like more authentic, if you will, experience. And it's probably sort of my current bias of outside of the casino, like almost preferring the outside of the casino experience to the in casino experience. Um, but yeah, I, Casa is very good. Like the breakfast is very good. Uh, the portions are enormous. Uh, which they also are at Gilchrist. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I just think, like, if I had to pick one of the two that I was going to go out of my way to go to in the future, it would be Gilchrist. All right. So, unanimous Gilchrist. Uh, yeah. Best I, cocktails. I think, I don't know, are you even going to have an, an answer? <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. So, I, I'm not much of a cocktail drinker. I, I tend to stick mostly to beer as much as I can. Uh, I mean, I've been known to enjoy some hard liquor every once in a while but not ever mixed in cocktails really usually just by itself or maybe with an ice cube uh so the the winner that our, our reader selected was was the b bar at borgata sure uh, had five votes 16 percent uh, there were a bunch of places with two votes uh yeah, I, I can't really answer, but I, I do have to say that when we all went to the B-Bar together after we ate at the dock, everyone was kind of seemed very, very happy with their cocktails there. So by all counts, it seems to be good, but I, I don't know if I've ordered a cocktail in Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean, it was a – wow, never ordered a cocktail in Atlantic City. Interesting. Um, I, I think – I've ordered strawberry daiquiri whipped cream from a machine at Harris. Yeah, so the Harris <laughs> Casino floor is Kyle's winner. Um B-Bar, perfectly legitimate choice. I think their cocktail list, well, I was going to say is underrated, but I, I guess if it's winning our listener's choice, how underrated is it really? I had a, I have a lot of, of places that I like for cocktails. Continental is sort of the place I always suggest when somebody says, like, oh, where's a place to get a good cocktail? But again, a lot of that has to do with location, ambiance. I have, like I said, had a very bad cocktail at Continental. Um, Little Water, as far as the sort of interesting local flavor, is a great place to go. Uh, I did have a cocktail at Little Water. So you have had a cocktail. Yeah, you probably did. didn't order it. Did somebody order I did not, it for you? I did not pay for it. I yeah. think Tucker, Tucker bought it for me. Uh, so, I mean, the thing about Little Water is that it's very – I actually their cocktail menu is pretty limited because they actually don't have a lot of different liquor options. So I have a hard time giving them best cocktails. So uh, the place that I think just legitimately has awesome cocktails and a big interesting list, Continental does too. Uh, But I'm actually going to go with Iron Room on this because they have a very, very interesting cocktail list. Uh, Unique stuff that you just look at and you're like, ooh, yeah, that's like – that's something very interesting and weird that that I want to try. I liked my cocktail there. Um, and I know my brother is a huge fan of, of their cocktail list. So I'll give it to iron room. I think that's, uh, and again, showing my bias for off casino places always. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I mean, I will say, I I think that little water is a cool place. It's worth visiting. It's nice to go out and support local businesses. So, and I enjoyed whatever I had there. I don't even give some sort of mojito or something like that, I think, but yeah. Uh, best bar. I don't know if you, what your thoughts are. The listeners again said B bar for that. Yeah. Uh, Overwhelmingly, certainly best 20... video poker bar. I would, yeah. I would agree with them a hundred percent. So twenty nine percent of the vote. Uh, 
more than double exhibition bar at Harris, which is a similar type of bar. Another yeah, I've, uh, I've been there. Bar. And then Mountain Bar at Bally's came in third. I actually yes. surprised um, like Mountain Bar and, and uh, Boardwalk Saloon did not come in higher just because I feel like we I see them mentioned more. Like people end up at them more often, but that oh, doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that that's your favorite. S- certainly, we, me and you have ended up at the Mountain Bar many times. Yeah. It's always great to get two or three dollar Miller lights or whatever they have. Sure. Yeah. It's three dollars now. It used to be two. Mm. 50% increase in the last couple of years. But uh, B Bar is a, it's a very good bar. Yeah. So I, I certainly credit. You know, if you're at Borgata, you like the Borgata, you like nice things, which Borgata has. B-Bar, very good choice. But So you know you know who doesn't like nice things? Me. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm going to vote for? Pick a Lily. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I've, yeah, I've, been like there, I've been there a couple times now. It is the most quintessentially Atlantic City thing you can have, basically. It's just like this concrete cube yes. with a bar in the middle yeah. more or less and just some townies who have lived in atlantic city for the last 50 years sitting around it yep. and it's just everything in atlantic city bar should be I, I i think i mean i don't even know if they have cocktails there but certainly <laughs> they have beer and it's fairly cheap and you know it's it just seems like a quintessential atlantic city place yeah uh i like that choice uh, at the risk of offending our friends Bill and Eleanor at Route 40, I liked Piccadilly. I don't care if I never go to Piccadilly again. Ugh. You've offended me. If not <laughs> Irish Pub is one of my favorite places in Atlantic City. <laughs> I love it so, it's, so much. I Irish love, Pub is it's, it's worse than Piccadilly. You're crazy. I love you're, the kitchen. Irish you it's feel like so you're ridiculous. being crushed in Irish Pub. It's it's so it is like great. the most cramped place. Oh, man, it's so good. In the world. The ceilings are like six, it's like six foot, foot two. Ceilings. Yeah. Uh, it's, they, for Christmas, they completely go over the top with decorations. It's got just like old Atlantic City newspaper clippings and stuff framed everywhere. It's fantastic. I I love it. That's like, I, if, if I go to, on a, an Atlantic City trip and I don't make it to Irish Pub, I'm sad about it. Well, I uh, uh, I guess we'll just have, both have to sit out on yeah. the front porches of our respective locations and stare, stare at each, each other, other. Yeah. right across Tennessee Ave. No, I've com- like 2017 specifically, I've completely fallen in love with Irish Pub. Uh, I have an Irish Pub shirt. We'll just have to fight about it next year. Yeah. I'll be hanging out with my cooler friends named Bill and Eleanor at Piccadilly. You yeah. can sit at Irish Pub by yourself. We'll meet in the gravel parking lot in the middle yeah. and duke it out. Strap some knives to our wrists and go at it. Yeah. Probably not the first time that's happened between the Piccadilly and the Irish pub. <laughs> uh, best club, Kyle. So our our readers went with Pull After Dark. Uh, and it won with 19% of the vote, but I do have to say there were not very many votes in general. Yes, our listeners, category. not the club kids. They were not interested in, in talking about this. And, and honestly, neither am I because I, I have no input. I've not been to any clubs in Atlantic City other than Boogie Nights, which I didn't even really enjoy that much. I know you love it. But so good. I know. Uh, I'm not a club person. Don't like dancing. Don't like people. Just want to gamble. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Pull After Dark, I think, is the most well-known. But like you said, not a lot of votes. I, I don't think – I think we can just defer on this one. Yeah, let's just, we don't, let's we just skip it. Uh, so the last category, 
Not category. Yeah, the last section is totally random. So this was a bunch of stuff, just weird questions that are out there that didn't really fit into food or drink or clubs or hotels and casinos. Just stuff that I thought, you know, it would be interesting to hear what people's suggestions were. All of these were very open-ended questions, so the responses varied a lot. Uh, so do you want to talk about some of these? I don't know. Do we, you know? We can talk about if we even need to answer some of these ourselves as we go down the list. Yeah, I think I have answers for all of them except for one of them. Yeah. Okay. So we can we can begin. So the first question was the best way to kill time when you're not gambling, which is something I I've done quite a bit because I know I've talked about it on the show in the past. I used to have a very fixed budget when I went to Atlantic City, and when I lost that money, I lost that money, and I was not gambling anymore. Uh. Our, our listeners uh, voted for Walk on the Boardwalk in first place with 31% of the vote. Uh, drink is in second place with 15% of the vote, which is something I can get behind. And then Outlets were in, was in third place with, with 12.5%. Uh, for me, it, it's got to be just uh, either walking on the boardwalk or just kind of generally seeing other sites in Atlantic City. Uh, I, I mean, I think that's the really great thing about the city is it's it's a bit more compact than Vegas. I mean, even in Vegas, when you're not gambling, I still think the best thing to do is kind of walk up and down the strip. It's kind of the equivalent of walking up and down the boardwalk in Atlantic City. But especially now that the boardwalk, I think, wraps all the way around the Gardner space, and I, I think that's going to be just an awesome thing to do if you're looking to kill some time and, and see some more of the city and, and kind of take in a bit, a bit more of the surroundings. So last year, this category was best non-gambling attraction, non-casino attraction, uh, you said the boardwalk, so you're sticking with yes. that. I said the outlets. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the boardwalk's the obvious choice, right? But again, like this year, I went to the outlets. I spent like three hours at the outlets, walked around, bought a bunch of stuff. So, I, I mean, to me, still, I get the. I, I would say I get more enjoyment out of the <laughs> outlets than I get out of the boardwalk, even though the boardwalk is like the quintessential thing. And if I go to Atlantic City and I don't walk on the boardwalk, I'm like... Man, that sucks that I didn't get out of the boardwalk. Whereas if I go to Atlantic City and I don't get to the outlets... You don't go to like, Lacoste, then you're like, like eh. I've ruined my life. No, I'm like, eh, who cares? Like, I'll go to the outlets next time. Uh, well, I like it. So I'm, I'll, yeah, stick, I'll stick with fine. my answer. You could be wrong. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so the worst way to kill time when you're not gambling, first place was the outlets. Yeah, with, and shopping. Uh, shopping in the outlets grouped into four, one category. 14.5% of the vote. Uh, watching other people gamble with nine and a half percent of the vote, which I thought was very funny when I saw that. Yeah. And then uh, there was a bunch of things with, with less votes than that. Including uh, walk on the boardwalk that tied yeah, for no, third. That's I, whoever, if you wrote that, you're an actual crazy person. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. Uh, there are a lot of people who are like, it's not safe to walk on the boardwalk. Don't walk on the boardwalk. Yeah, that's true. I can understand the sentiment and, I mean, I, even like my wife isn't comfortable walking on the boardwalk at night sometimes. Sure, like that's or like even with me walking on the boardwalk at, mm. at, at night sometimes. So, anyway, for me, just the answer to this, obviously, the outlets because they're terrible. <laughs> you hate the outlets, eh? I, I hate the outlets. Don't ah, go. Ah. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, I I'm gonna do a cop out answer, which is sitting in the room because you're sick or hungover, <laughs> <laughs> which I unfortunately have a lot of experience with. <laughs> both sick and hungover uh it's just miserable when you're trying to like convince yourself that you're that you're feeling okay enough to gamble or or even worse trying to convince yourself like if you could just fall asleep for an hour it would all be better but you can't sleep because you're sick like that's the worst 
Well, the best is when you're like feel that way and it's like 10 in the morning and you have to check out at 11 and you're like, I can sleep for like a half hour and then maybe I'll feel better. Yeah, it sucks. I know that there was one trip where I was super hungover and I went down at like nine in the morning. I was staying in resorts that time and and grabbed a sandwich of Dunkin' Donuts and brought it up and just like could not eat it and just laying in bed. It was just awful. I took like two bites. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Ah, boy. Um, Bad times. Yeah. I I feel like I need to reword these a little bit in the future to make them sort of more clear, but, or at least. Yeah, people nailed it. Number one, best way, walk on the boardwalk, worst way, outlets. Mm. I, I think I think everything got across. <laughs> everything that you wanted. Got Me across. and the listeners agree. Yeah, that's, Craig is wrong. Yeah, I disagree on both counts. Uh, yep. Also, shout out to whoever said listen to do for a win in the best way to kill time when you're not gambling, which is truly the correct answer. It is. Uh, best view, Hera's high, flu- fly- Hera's high floor rooms. Say that five times fast. Uh, wins with just under 16% of the vote. One vote behind them tied Caesar's high floor rooms and the third floor slash deck, which is also on the third floor of the playground, which is mm. the dining floor at the playground. Uh, so, okay. So Harris wins. Do you have any thoughts on best view? I do think, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of strange to say this, I think, but I do agree that I think you get a better view from the marina than you do from the boardwalk, which is weird. Cause I think we both are people who are big fans of the boardwalk, but you can see the city from a much better way from the marina when you're mm. looking at it, I think. And it's like, yeah, this is Atlantic city. Whereas, you know, half the rooms in the boardwalk, you're just like looking at the next casino over and that's it. So I have no issues with that. And, and certainly the playground third floor, I think is, is like a pretty magical view. So I, I don't have any qualms with this. Do you have a what's what's your choice? I, I think a Harris high floor room is is a very reasonable choice. Uh, I'm gonna give it to playground. So, but with the caveat that I when I stayed at Borgata, I think we were looking at the bay, and mm-hmm. I don't think I still pretty. Yeah, and I so I th- and I've stayed in high floor room at Harris, and I'm pretty sure also looking at the bay. I don't think I've ever had a room from the marina that looks at the casinos in Atlantic City, which I would love. I'm sure that I would love that. I just haven't experienced it. Uh, I have to say the view from my room at Bally's that looked out toward the Marina casinos and also you could see like the bay in the distance. That was a very nice view. But, you know, like you said, just magical from that third floor of the playground. Day or night looks great. Uh, Love looking. You're like out over the water. You're looking back toward the boardwalk and the casinos. So that's that's my vote. So down to the right. last few things. Yeah, let's let's get through this. Long, this is... long last. Yeah. Uh, so must do thing for AC first timers. I think not right. too not too surprising. Yeah, the overwhelming uh, response from the listeners with thirty six percent of the vote was walk the boardwalk. Uh, Casino hop came in a very distant second with ten uh, percent of the vote. Uh, but uh, for me, yeah, I mean Atlantic City is kind of boardwalk i mean i think that is the thing you have to do i mean certainly maybe see the borgata is is something that's absolutely worth doing or seeing all of the casinos but you know if there's only one thing to do in atlantic city i think just walk up and down the the boardwalk and take it all in yeah and you could even argue that walk the boardwalk and casino hop are extremely related right they they are (laughs) just walking down the boardwalk but you know i did split them up in that you know people did specify 
Some people said absolutely specified, like go from casino to casino. Some people just said walk the boardwalk. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think if if you have never been, the thing that you absolutely must do is walk down the boardwalk. So special uh, shout out. I, I I really also enjoy the walk between Borgata and Harris and Harris and Golden Nugget as well. I mean, not Harris and Golden Nugget as much, but. Between Borgata and Harrah's, like that's something I just really love. I think it's really pretty on that on that path. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that that's a must do for first timers. But no, no, it's not a must do, but it, it is pretty. Uh, and it's a lot more like quiet than, yes. than the boardwalk. You're you're all alone out there. Yeah. All right. Best store to get something for your spouse because you won or lost. Uh, our, our listeners voted. This apparently was also not a very highly voted on question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheap T-shirt shop on the boardwalk. Uh, was was the winner. I also didn't really like the question, so I didn't answer it when I was looking everything over. Cause... You could have just, you know, told me and I would have not included it. But uh, yeah, I mean, right. uh, it was funny. Like, you know, this sort of includes things like some people said, you know, lot, like I think three of the four were just like, you know, cheap hat shop on the board or like t-shirt shop on the mm-hmm. boardwalk. Somebody said peanut world. Which you uh, included into yeah, I was like yes, which is like that's the same thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it uh, is like the quintessential cheap, cheap t-shirt shop on the boardwalk. Yeah, uh, yeah. Surprised. I really thought some like people would say some of the higher end stuff at Borgata, whatever. No, none of that. I mean, I and and a lot of people were like, "What? Why would you do that?" <laughs> um, but for me, it's always like you know, if you win, like if you win a bunch of money, it'd be cool to like bring something home for your wife. I've never done it, but uh, I mean, I do go and get like chocolate or whatever. Um, regardless of whether I win or lose, because I am a quality husband, Kyle. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at the, at the at the good nugget, yeah, at the nugget, good chocolate store, chocolate store at the nugget. Um, so yeah, this may be the only year that we have this question. <laughs> yeah, it needs to go away. So you you have no you have no opinion. I have no no. That's not a thing that I. Do. All right, uh, so we're we're reaching the home stretch. Uh, this is a category that caused a lot of people confusion, I think, by looking at the answers, and I can <laughs> agree with them because it is a very confusing question. So you asked, what is the best event of 2017, uh, which people took two different ways. Some people said the best kind of singular specific event that happened in Atlantic City, and some people took it as like the best thing that happened in Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, so the winner was, was Zorkfest, I think, which is not surprising when you think about our listenership and the number of people that went to that. and the fact that it seemed like everyone that went had a great time. Uh, second place was Atlantic City Air Show, and then third place was the Hard Rock Takeover and, and construction. Uh, for me, I mean, it depends on how you read the question. Uh, like, I don't know exactly what you're asking. Well, if you read so the what, question what the wrong, you could say it's the Hard Rock Takeover makeover. That's true. I, certainly, you know. I, so that's what I wrote down: the Hard Rock. Yeah, I actually had the question written out more specifically, and I was like, people don't need that kind of hand-holding. But, oh, I was so wrong. Um, yeah, I, which, you I, know, I put the hard rock as... Hey, the- I say this all the time. If your readers are confused, it's your fault for writing it in a confusing way. It's your job to make it not confusing. So I'll take the blame, even though I sort of shit on everyone just now. Uh, so yeah, Zorkfest won with 25.6% of the vote. So you say hard rock takeover, makeover. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go. I'm, you know, I'm going Zorkfest because I loved it. Um <laughs> Your shill. Yeah, sure. The air show was very, very close with 19.4% of the vote. I think, 
you know, year over year, that's sort of the event that we always get yeah, told to go to. That's the big thing. I, I think certainly another another runner up, maybe not with our listenership, but for the city as a whole, I think the pink concert was a big thing that happened. Yeah, and that that that, that was probably votes. actually the best biggest event of 2017 for the city. Right, and th- so that definitely did get votes, but it didn't crack the top three. And you're right, you know, if the question was clear, I think it might have been different, but. Uh, you know, I think Zorkfest happening as late in the year as it did, also uniquely yeah, attracting crap crimes people. everyone's mind. Yeah, yeah and, and uniquely attracting like people in our Facebook group, people who listen to the show, got talked about on a ton of podcasts. Uh, not surprising that it was the sort of podcast listener choice for uh, for event. Uh, biggest disappointment of 2017. I think first we need to talk about what we called what we said for 2016 for biggest disappointment. Right? It was Showboat, right? Uh, no, so so you said Taj closing. Okay. I said Showboat opening and, and being just a complete disappointment. Disaster. And sucking. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's certainly the biggest disappointment. Uh, the listeners for this one said Revel slash 10 not opening, and that got 46% mm-hmm. of the vote, far, far and away the, the biggest winner. Um, Bally's stagnating was second, but it – you know, only had 10% of the vote. So, uh, and I was actually surprised Borgata moving to M life was lower was, uh, you know, that came in third and only got three votes. So, uh, so we now have more information, right? Like we have information that revel has been sold. It will be opening. So I don't know if that, so that news came out in 2018, maybe take some of the sting out of revel 10, not opening in. Well, just to give you some, you know what so i picked revel 10 not opening myself because i mean i think that was the biggest disappointment of 2017 was just the fact that you know it was just like over and over and over again these rumors that it's going to open or it's going to be sold or whatever's going to happen and it just didn't happen until january 1st yep 2018 so yeah i mean so so we said in the 2016 episode and this is a quote if it opens and totally sucks like Showboat, it will be our biggest, biggest disappointment for 2017, hands down. If you will think about that quote, some, one option is not included there, which is that... Which is it not opening because it was so hard to imagine. Right. So, I mean, that it it's funny because in retrospect, it's like, yeah, it didn't open. Like, that should have been seen as, like, you know, a pretty obvious outcome. Or one of the like most likely outcomes, and we just couldn't even see it at this point last year. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. So, uh, you know, going back and seeing that, I was like, okay, yes, that is the biggest disappointment. It's shocking that it didn't open. Uh, it is nice that it finally got sold, but I don't think that takes away from how crappy it was that uh, it took until 2018 for anything to happen with it. Another shout out to Showboat still being a shithole yeah, to yeah. use a popularly relevant word. Yeah. Uh, also, I had to give a shout out to the two people who said me getting sick at the March for the March trip was the biggest disappointment of the year. Two people said that, so that's awesome. It made me laugh. So, uh, me, me being sick made you laugh. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> most exciting thing for 2018. This is not going to surprise anyone. Hard Rock, 69.8 percent of the vote. Uh, Ten times. The votes of the next thing. And it's interesting. Which was Revel reopening. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, this vote ended before we had the official news that Revel was sold. I have a feeling it would be closer if the vote was held now. But the it's vote still going to be. It was, Hard Rock would still win. Though. Yeah. I'm so the vote was held in sure. 2017. But um, 
are you, do you agree? I think. Do Do you agree? Well, so I think we have to ha- have the question of like, you know, we sort of we have to look at this from 2017 perspective, right? Like, yeah, we can't okay. use 2018 information to call it our 2017, <sighs> our best of 2017. Obviously, if I don't know that Rebels reopening, the most exciting thing in 2018 is going to be the Hard Rock. I mean, it's the only choice I think. Sure. Okay. So let's let's. It has I mean, to it be. is for me too. But it, what if you know about? What, even what you know on January 22nd. Revel, 100%. Really? More excited for Revel? Yeah, yeah, Ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, so I'll still say Hard Rock. I've said I love the brand of Hard Rock. <sighs> I think they're just too... I, and I loved the Revel property. I think they I love the property of the Revel. For me right now, and my answer may change in a week, is there are just too many unknowns with Ocean. I'm nervous that it's going to be too few changes... Uh, too little in terms of what needs to get done for marketing, in terms of what needs to be done to draw in players. So uh, that nervousness makes me less excited, even though I'm very, very excited about it. But uh, I think just having more information to make me confident that Hard Rock's actually going to be good and new and and different uh, makes me more excited for Hard Rock still to this day. A month from now or two months from now, when we start seeing Ocean Plans, I... I'm optimistic that that will shift, but yeah, right now today I'm still going hard rock. So here's the thing for me, and this is something that you talked about in the essay that you wrote for for Travels Orc and for our our website. Is the thing that really like you enjoyed about Atlantic City is you felt like it was yours right, right. when you first came here in the winter, uh-huh. and I think for me, like that's my favorite part about Rebel is just you would go there. And you'd have like basically a table to yourself and you're like, yeah, like this place is mine. No one else comes here. So like even if Revel is like a quote unquote disaster and people still don't go like in some like weird twisted sense, like that makes it almost even better for me. See, I would say that if we didn't have the podcast and I didn't really, really, really want it to succeed. Right. Um, because like two months or whatever, two years of it being like hours where we go there all the time and really enjoy it and have it to ourselves and get comp rooms or whatever, like that would be great. But more than that, like I want it to do great because I think it's important for the city. And I think if it fails again, it's going to be so bad. So here's the thing though, right? Hard Rock's opening, Borgata's still going to be there. Caesar's still going to be there. Like, what do you, do you really think it's going to be like a raging success hard rock no ocean that's what i'm saying that's why i'm nervous about i don't it i don't think it rock. can be i don't i don't i mean certainly it can be but i i think it's unlikely right like flat out i think that the people like i think ocean is going to be a bit of a disappointment and it's not going to meet people's expectations because i think it's going to be very hard for it too just because it's going to open at the same time as hard rock borgata is still borgata caesar's still caesar's you know tropicana yeah. by all accounts is is you know very up and coming property yeah so you're making my argument for me about why i picked hard rock instead of right ocean I mean, I but i understand I why you picked ocean i it, love it, the sure. property and yeah. i'm gonna have a great time there even if no one else goes right so 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 an interesting twist to that is that like if somebody said we're gonna open atlantic club in 20 oh, yeah. in 2018 oh. and it's gonna be exactly like it was oh. the day that it closed as atlantic club we would be we would both be picking we would be on an island by ourselves picking 
the reopened, no changes, Dizzy Dolphin is back, baby, Atlantic Club as our most exciting thing for 2018, even if we knew it was only going to open for two weeks before it shut down again. It would certainly be close between Rebel and Atlantic Club, but yes, I I, I see what you're saying. For the city, I think Hard Rock is certainly a bigger deal. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, like, very excited about Hard Rock. So, that, I mean, that's it for all the categories. I just threw in sort of a jokey one that is kind of meaningless now. It was no context. You just had to pick Hard Rock or 10. Hard Rock got 76% of the vote. 10 got 24% of the vote. Uh, but the vote ended before the Revel sale was finalized. I just wanted to see, like, just general. You had to pick one with no, like, what this, did you there's think? There's no question. Just, no question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. But that question is totally meaningless now with Ocean News. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be interested to to sort of do more of a deep dive on hard rock versus ocean. Yeah. Uh, I, now that we've talked about it. But. Yeah. I mean, just for me. Yeah. Certainly hard rock is more important for the city, but I yeah, am sure. more excited about, about ocean. Yeah. I think that makes sense. So I, I'm actually honestly not super excited about hard rock, but oh, maybe I'll, I'll go in there and I love it. Cause you know, I love hard rock Las Vegas. I think right. that's a great casino, yeah, but apparently it's just, the process I think it's just like, I was not a big fan of the Taj at all. And I think that just, that's all I think of is like, I think of the space and I'm like, eh, I don't want to really go there. I think it's going to be totally unrecognizable. I, and I, I probably agree with you. And I think that I'm just not thinking about it logically. Sure. Uh, which, oh, you know, we'll you know, you are the sort of passionate person on the podcast. I'm very logical in thinking about things in that's, very pragmatic, certain terms. That's um, why we hired you. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's the dynamic of the podcast. If you're new to the show, now you know, uh, look forward to that going forward. And speaking of going forward, we need to go forward right the hell out of here. Yeah. It's, so we you know, we started midnight. at 9 p.m. and it is now uh, is no longer the 22nd of January. It's now the 23rd of January. So this has gone over any of our expectations. I thought you were a fool for thinking it was going to be shorter than last year's episode, but I was not expecting this. So I think we can close it up. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so at the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash uh, you can find all of our great content, including our best of 2017 picks. Right, Craig? Yeah, sure. At doforwin.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and once again, YouTube. Uh, you can reach out to Craig on Twitter at doforwin or send him questions at doforwin at gmail.com. Or you can even follow me on Twitter if you wanted. I never post anything, though. So You got to say what your account is if people are going to find Kyle Askin. Okay. It's it's after midnight, Craig. Do you have anything you want to say? No, this there's nothing left our, to say. Certainly our longest episode ever. <laughs> yeah, we'll beat it next time. We will come back with a news episode probably sometime next week or the week after. Thank thank you guys very much for listening to us. It's it's one of my great pleasures in life that I get to share a couple hours a month, or in this case, a couple hours in one episode with with all of you. So it's a it's a real pleasure, and I know it's been going on for a little bit but i hope you all have a great 2018 yeah and thanks everybody for voting in the poll it was very cool to see all the responses coming yeah it was a lot of responses yep all right awesome we'll talk to you guys in a few weeks you know what we should open in our casino at the atlantic club instead of a poker room we open a competitive pog room. A pogger room, if you will. <laughs>
Nailed it. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs>